0: i can only deal with like sandstorm you know that like (laughs) you know what i mean it's like i can only deal with that so many times
1: yeah
0: yeah. yeah
2: Welcome back everyone to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 183 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at Mab Sports Podcast at I am Brandan and with me as always putting the art and party most awesome. Oh, that's right. I'm drinking. I'm drinking all week long. I, don't know. I like your dedication, bro. No matter what it is, you just got your mind locked in. You're just like, I'm getting this done. I'm I'm checking this box right here. This is what needs to be done. I'm on it. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. It's harder as you get older to drink for like four days straight.
2: I'm not going to lie. I'm very aware. Yeah. I thought I, I've done many a scouting reports on this for you. <laughs> come back with the message, But uh, yeah, sometimes you got to jump in there for yourself. But yeah. Hey, it's not difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to learn on your own. And I did that. I'm, I'm doing all right, though. I was proud of myself. You were proud of me too, B. Very proud of you. Very proud of you. Three yeah. kids. It wasn't like I was sans kids. Dr. Mrs. The commission. I took the kids out. Not at all. Responsible adulter drinking. Just a yeah, joke right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that from uh, one of the parenting tips, right? You kind of switch off like maybe one parent takes a little harder when one parent takes a little easier on one day and you kind of like round robin that throughout the week.
0: Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Definitely in the, for the mornings too, especially it was like, all right, let's get up, let's rally, rally caps, put the, get the kids out down to the restaurant, eat some food, pancakes in and maybe get a little pancakes in me too. Sure. And, uh, you know, just kind of coffee, wait it out until it's a reasonable drinking hour on the beach.
2: Oh really? That's that's big of you. I'd be like, maybe maybe we just uh, get this promosive just to kind of like balance out the pH levels or whatever that's going on inside me right now. Oh uh, yeah, there might have been an Irish coffee or two for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be well, uh, you're getting settled back in, bro, and just in time to hit the potty's eardrums for episode 183. It's jam packed. We get ripped from the headlines. We're doing the week one preview. Brother fear no more. Our riff from the headlines are taken care of for the next 18 weeks. Finally, we got through that summer bill. be able to take care of it. We're going to hit the inbox. We're going to do the Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing best TV show openings. Going to do the Vonathon. That's right. We got guest Alex Vaughn coming on. He's going to hit us with a little, little curveball. He's got a little, uh, little science, a little tech. Little. We'll see what it is. Kind of like, I don't know. It'll, it'll be full, but uh, we'll be able to roll with See What's going on then Brandon in Brandon, the gambling corner, doing the NFC uh, we got the West lap. That's the last oh, one. It's see nice. West. And then we'll finish as we always do with our MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking for page story all over the world.
1: It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. You wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your sh- oh, come on.
2: Hi, bro. Uh, Right from the headlines, week one preview. Why are we talking about this this week, brother?
0: Ooh, because the NFL is upon us Thursday, as you guys are tuning into this podcast. Thursday kicks off the 2021 season.
2: It is. I think it's one bonus about getting older, just how the offseason kind of flies by, because it does legit feel like we just watched that Chiefs their Super Bowl. But here, Oh, we my are. God. It does
0: it ever? And it's like, oh, then preseason was on us. We slept on Brandana gambling corner. We're like, oh, shit,
2: we got to double up. We got to get this doing. It did. It definitely stuck up with us. Yeah, uh, We got that. So looking through the slate of games. Uh, I don't know if there's anything that jumps out for you. So we've been talking. It's a pretty, pretty decent week one. I don't know if that's a little bit more with, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of young quarterbacks out there. There's like second year QBs. We're seeing a lot of like first year QBs. So there's kind of interesting things shaking out. Uh, I mean, just kind of right off the gate. One that's grabbed me is, uh, that Browns at Chiefs games where we're getting right back into like two of the best AFC teams
0: yeah I, I'm liking this you know um this matchup from the playoffs last year you know the the Chiefs were tested uh you know obviously the Browns knocked Patty Mahomes out and uh Chad Henne had to come relieve the Chiefs there throwing some big darts big you know <laughs> Michigan men always step up for the Chiefs or against the Chiefs, either way. Chad Henning was fucking doing it, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Browns are are going to be solid again. We were, just like your Derek Henry pre- prediction, we were early in on the Chiefs, or excuse me, the Browns, and uh, I, I think they're going to be a pretty good club this year.
2: Yeah, the, they're right back in the mix, like a lot of people even talking, maybe the NFC North or uh, the AFC North, not quite as difficult to win as it has been in the past. So it right. might not be they came for them and then being able to rely a little bit more on that running game with, uh, you know, Chubb and Hunt back there. Uh, when you think about this Packers Saints game, so this normally like would be kind of, um, you know, definitely a game to tune in on the Saints a little bit more interesting now that they did actually decide to name Jameis Winston, the starter, who do you like here?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, also too for just, just betting perspective, this game has been moved to Jacksonville, right? Cause of all the yeah. disruption down in, in new Orleans. So, uh, our map thoughts with those folks down there. Um, but I do think it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be our first, like our first real look into, you know, what's going on in the green Bay locker room, right? Like how is Aaron Rogers going to come out and play? And I've talked about this time and time again about, you know, kind of the mindset of Aaron Rogers, but you know, is this going to be something that he's going to recover from? Obviously he was upset, you know, the, the it's seemingly like the last dance run. They want to kind of go out on a high note. Him and Devonte Adams might, you know, push for free agency or a trade uh, next off season. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out of the gate against a, a team that we're not really sure what is, what we're going to see. Like you said, Jameis Winston was named the starting QB, but if anything, we know Sean Payton likes Tyson Hill or Taysom Hill wants to get him involved in the play. The, the defense for uh, the Saints are still very good. So, you know, it will be an interesting matchup here early on in this neutral site game.
2: Yeah, I think it's a and You're actually right on um, just kind of what sort of Aaron Rodgers we're going to have. Like, are we going to have, like, pouty on being held hostage Aaron Rodgers that's just out there because he has to, like, punch the time card? Or, you know, like we said, like, I I know this is a man of ego where, like, the door is wide open with these 17 games for some in-season quarterback records to be broken right so it's going to be interesting to see like some of these quarterbacks that you know kind of those old guards that still have you know one or two more true runs in them i don't know who else do we have left besides i mean tom brady's in just a different (laughs) tier so let's not talk about like it's kind of only aaron Rodgers, right he's kind of the last man standing on that on that previous class uh yeah really
0: truthfully I mean Alex Smith is is retired they were in that same class yeah there's really not too many guys in that in that you know old guard if you will um you know
2: Stafford's a little bit a little younger enough to kind of separate it from it
0: yeah 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 Yeah, he's probably about five or six years younger so I mean you might want to call you may consider him in there but I think that's kind of a bit of a technicality
2: yeah so uh it'll be fun to see that uh like we said rookie quarterbacks kind of all over the place like it sounds like the bears are bears are going to roll dalton out there first against the rams what i mean is picture the rams take care of business in this one no matter who they go out there but it'll just be kind of interesting to see how long the bears stick to andy dalton before you know the, the fans are clamoring but it makes sense also to not start your rookie quarterback against this rams defense which is you know arguably like in the top three of the league
0: yeah exactly and especially with the, the strong defensive line aaron donald you know, you don't want to get your your star quarterback kind of killed early on. You want to make, maintain good, you know, good level of confidence from him. And and if you are, if you're Matt Nagy, you might want um, like a seasoned veteran like Andy Dalton to go up there to give you maybe a little bit better of a chance to win. You know, his you know, where his ceiling is, you know, where his floor is. And and it might be a safer bet than, say, Roland Fields out there, which, hey, might be you might be unbelievable preseason highlights. But then you also might see him getting his helmet knocked off
2: in the preseason, too.
0: Uh, so, you know, either one on that one you want to be careful about.
2: At least we got Jaguars, Texans. Both of these teams starting new quarterbacks from last year. Uh, we got Chargers at uh, football team. Chargers have their second year quarterback. Washington started a new quarterback. Seattle at Colts. Colts starting a new quarterback. Uh, Jets at Panthers. Both those teams started a new quarterback. Uh, it's just like a lot of new quarterback play, so it's all, the league's just got a, like a little bit more of a new feel to it. Okay, a couple more just games I'd I'd like to highlight right now: Dolphins at Patriots. Are you all about this Mac Jones business, or is this Patriots fans just really trying to find something to get excited about because they have just such a legacy going on that they don't want to see it come to an end?
0: We played really well in the preseason. I don't know how much stock we want to put in that. Um, obviously, Bill Belichick believed in him enough to win the, the starting job. It isn't like. You know, did Cam Newton give him enough reasons to get cut or did Mac Jones just prove himself? You know, we'll, we'll kind of find out in in this game here. You know, it's a home game. Uh, Miami, good defense from last year. Brian Flores, a disciple of Bill Belichick. So we, we kind of, we'll, my guess is we're going to see a low scoring game. You know, Mac Jones is going to continue to be on the field and kind of can prove his worth if he can be efficient and not turn the ball over. And I, and part of me just feels like Bill Belichick is just, just going to be happy with that. Right? Like I don't need Mac Jones to make huge plays. I just need him to not turn the ball over and make the right reads when the plays are available to him and not try and force anything. And that's what Mac Jones did all throughout his short career at Alabama.
2: Yeah, it's such a such a new look to the league. Like this is really exciting. Seeing them go into seventeen games and kicking it off. Uh, okay, guys, we won't gobble up too much time on this because obviously next week is when we'll shift into giving you just kind of the recap of each mm-hmm. week and we'll cover it. I am going to do my brandana three picks of the week. Just um, we'll get Ooh. that fired back up on Instagram, but we'll nice. cover it right now so you can uh, talk to me a little bit about them on these ones. So any, my three any,
0: any teasers on them right now? Any, any anything that I can look forward to?
2: Oh yeah, I'm going to give you all three right now because. Yeah, because by the time they listen to this, we'll drop it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm excited. I was, I was getting tantalized myself. <laughs> I, like, get it, get it. Oh, I love when you get excited, buddy. Um, all right. My first one out of the gate is – heard me say this before. Um, speaking of new quarterbacks starting new places, he did end the season there last year. But Jalen Hurst for the Eagles, I am not sold. And I think people are low on the Falcons. Eagles, at Falcons. Give me Atlanta minus three and a half with Atlanta minus three and a half. So we like, you don't like
0: you, you, you don't like Jalen hurts in this game.
2: I do not. I don't. Yeah. And also, I, I think we're still undervaluing the Falcons. And like we said a million times and like a, we'll be saying again at the end of this year, like something is broken. As long as Matt Ryan's there, like that team just has this like shroud over it that they just can't get over after that Patriots thing. But there's a lot of talent there. But just historically, their performance over the last few years of not rising up to that level and interceptions in the And so but I'm, I'm going to jump on it again because I just I'm shitty at learning lessons. What can I say?
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, like every good gambler. Don't learn my lesson.
2: (laughs) Every good gambler just double down this one. I'm going on the road, but again, I do think this will back up what I've been talking about on just offensive line play and how you really need that. And how I believe that this second year quarterback still hasn't really shown us confidence in the preseason. The fact that he's hasn't shown confidence and he's been open about talking about not being confident is a red fucking flag. And his team went out and got yet another weapon, which we don't know if you can get the ball to, I'm of course talking about Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Give me the Vikings minus three at the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah, I like that. Smart call. I like it. Let's 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 kind of, you know, lay on the uh, fact that Joe Burrow is not feeling super confident. They haven't looked super confident in the in the preseason either.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of work against them. And these week one lines, like, just they're really shaky. Like, you're gonna we're going to look back on some week one lines in week four and be like, holy shit, like, I can't believe that. And I wouldn't be surprised with this Vikings talent. I mean, Sands, they do have one of the, uh, the upper tier just kind of COVID confusion, COVID problems that could sideline, you know, like like a quarter of the starters at any time. So that's why this year, more than any, like sometimes getting that bet in early on a favorite is nice to get a lower line. Not going to want to do that with these Vikings. And honestly, like any other team, because it could be like a Saturday, they came in contact and all of a sudden, you know, you're running Kellen Mond out there. You know, you don't have Mm -hmm. like, all those guys so just uh just a reminder for you gamblers i know this is not gambling corner check that out uh yeah there's just a lot of talent on minnesota but people are down on minnesota just because they've been in the headlines for the wrong reasons and not yeah.
0: really no that makes sense some early early week value
2: yeah i like it uh this last one might be a little surprising but uh sometimes you want to kind of take advantage of a Rookie quarterback against a veteran that's not getting a lot of love. Again, looking for another team that's in the headlines for all the wrong reasons that people are going to be down on Jaguars at Texans. i am taking a Texans plus two and a half in this one. Ooh, I a it's, little home doggy. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I, I wanted a home dog. I was like, I'm any, I'm going to try to do that. Like, hopefully like I'll get you guys at least one dog out of the three. And that's kind of what pulled me to this. I checked in a little bit on that Panthers jets, like jets, um, the Jets are actually getting five, so that kept me away from that. So scratch, yeah. scratch that I said that because it's like I ain't betting on I bet on no Jets with a rookie quarterback. Say that right now. But uh yeah, I mean technically, like Tyrod Taylor, like he should be able to get in there. Like I don't, and just from what we've seen from Jacksonville in the preseason, it's just like that, like their blocking just ain't working great.
0: Right. Tyrod Taylor, the n- new Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? This is this is my yeah. feel on this. Yeah. You know, a veteran quarterback is going to be competent uh, from a Jacksonville team that not anything, you know, you know, my love. I profess my love for, for Trevor Lawrence many, many times on this pod, but Urban Meyer is still a rookie coach in the NFL. And I know so is the, you know, Cutliff, the you know head coach for the Texans as well, too. But he's been in the game as an assistant for quite some time. So. Um. Yeah, I like this. I like this home doggy. I like this home doggy a lot, actually.
2: I'm a little home dog. Good. Uh, bro. Any last game before we jump onto the inbox that you're you're peeking at gambling wise?
0: Ooh, gambling wise.
2: Like, something you? It, maybe not gambling. Just something you got to fire up on the TV that you're really curious about.
0: Um, I'm. We mentioned Cleveland, Kansas at Kansas City. I'm. I'm yeah. I think everyone's going to be tuned into that game. Um. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, San Francisco at Detroit. Detroit plus seven and a half. I don't know. I think San Francisco might dominate them, but I'm of course I'm going to watch the Lions game, and that's what that's what yeah. I'm giving you. I'm Go gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna want I'm I'm gonna be so very interested to see how Jared Goff plays for this. I'm gonna be so very interested to see what like what this Lions offense is going to look like. It hasn't shown me anything. So I'm very very intrigued to see what the hell the Lions are going to look like this NFL season.
2: Yeah, this is kind of a perfect worlds colliding for me, and I almost went with Lions as my dog. It's just I kind of feel like an island. Like I'm just I'm low on the 49ers this year. I'm lower than everybody else in the 49ers. Like I do not have them. I think I have them like as my third – like not to step on Brandon and Gamelin corner when we'll get into the NFC. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But uh, yeah, I don't have them winning the division. Um, I'm low on them, and also I'm high on the line. So this is kind of this is I'm definitely going to be picking at this one because this is when things get interesting. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, check it out, check it out all season long. We'll be covering the week. Uh, we'll record it Sunday night and we'll drop it Monday so you can hear our recap of every week at the NFL and then look on our Instagram for your Brandon Gambling Corner three uh, picks of the week and maybe uh, most awesome if we ask him nicely enough, might sprinkle in a little um, a little daily fantasy love.
0: Oh, Oh, yes. Daily Fantasy. All right. Yes. I haven't, I've, I've been on vacation. I haven't thought about it at all. You can tell from our fantasy draft over the weekend, I didn't know what I was doing.
2: (laughs) Oh, no, it wasn't bad. People did a lot worse. All right. Inbox, let's jump into it. Uh, Snooty is from Emailer of the Year. Oh, and uh, Neapolitan Showdown, in case I forget to say about it. That was from Emailer of the Year, too. Ooh, a lot of Emailer of the Year talk on this pod. All right. Wanted to hear um, the best uh tv show openings um okay what's the most pretentious bar restaurant you remember going to
0: oh pretentious bar restaurant Uh, have
2: you ever went to one? okay so i'll just do this out of like i remember when i first moved to la maybe i told the story on a pod but when i turned 25 don't know maybe i turned 27 who knows i think i turned 27 but i was working at this um but I was working at this restaurant, so people want to take me out for a drink, and I they took mm-hmm. me out. I wasn't used to L.A. prices because I just came from Kansas, and we went, like, downtown to this one bar, and, like, I knew I loved wool and Scotch, and they were like, oh, i get you anything. I was like, let me get a wool and they handed it over, and I was like, hey, thanks for the birthday drink. And then I happened to see the tab, and I was like, $40, and, like, my, like, my eyeballs fell in my head. I was just like, let me split that with you. I really had no idea. Look, like, I looked like yeah. Such the dickhead that was like, give me the most expensive scotch you have. And it wasn't the most, but I, w- I would think like pretentious would have to be something. Like, have you been to a place where they like, you have to have a jacket or like.
0: Definitely. We've had a couple dress code things in LA. Like definitely remember, I can't I don't remember the names of the places, but I definitely remember like, no, you can't wear sneakers. Right. That was yeah. the thing. Okay. Um, You know, not that I wear, you know, sneakers. I think if you. I don't know if you could even wear jeans at a couple places that we went to um, probably like the standard downtown. Like that was probably the, like the high, most highfalutin, you know, place. It was like, I didn't feel like I belonged there. You know what I mean? Like I was a, a kid with like a, a visitor's pass for the day, you know, like a museum. It's like all these like beautiful, stunning people there. And I'm just like, I, I, I'll have a, I'll have a margarita place. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are you doing? I don't belong here.
2: That stresses me out. I when I first when I visited LA, like in college, I went to the standard. And then i mean, it was only about like getting as much booze as cheap as you could. And like right. we went to the standard. And I think I was really annoying these guys. I was just like, I need a cheap shot with a lot, like, a lot of booze. Like ugh. <laughs> it gave me something that tasted like Tide. <laughs> like it was just like, yeah. Yeah, that you he was like, you can't smell it, you can't taste it, you just gotta slam it in one. And I just like slammed it and it was like last call. And I I was like probably. How I feel hungover now, like hungover then, except then I was just like, you know, 24 years old. But whatever right. was in that was
0: a rough hang. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. If they film it, they will come. The MLBs just successfully produced a Field of Dreams game, which revisited the sights and scenes from the Kevin Costner movie, the actual baseball game uh, between the Yankees and White Sox. Field of Dreams came out in 1989. So it took about 30 years to develop the game. I don't think they were working tirelessly around the clock to develop. <laughs> right. right <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is there a sport or movie that could also spawn a live game recreation? Uh, if you had the choice, what would it be?
0: Uh, ooh, like a live game recreation.
2: Yeah. So this is like the baseball one makes sense because mm-hmm. it's like they've recreated the set and then just brought a professional team to play on that set. So in uh, that vein, I had a couple ideas. You want me to go? You know, yeah,
0: go absolutely. Go first.
2: I thought maybe like recreating like the Hoosiers gym and then having like the Pacers play there or something, but just like almost like having like an NBA game, like in a high school, city. like just kind of like an exclusive thing would be kind of crazy and cool.
0: And that's good. And they, and the Pacers brought back like uh one of their retro jerseys, like the Milan Jersey, like the Hoosier Hoosiers Jersey one year. I think it was like a couple years ago. I like that one. Um, when you first brought this up, I was thought of like a game recreation. I thought of the yeah, 19th...
2: like Any given Sunday, and just... yeah, yeah,
0: right, right. The Kings versus the Mavericks, you know, or whatever the fuck they do. Um, those are both basketball teams. It was a terrible joke, and we should edit <laughs> that from the fucking podcast. Nah, I told man. you, I'm in vacation mode, people. Um, oh, well I, I I had two thoughts that came up. One is. I believe it was the 76 men's basketball Olympics. Like remember that movie with Kurt Russell and Robin Williams where they, Yeah,
2: yeah, we had it on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Best of times or something. Best of
0: times. Yes, exactly. Like a little best of timesy remake of the 76, uh, USSR Russia back in the day, uh, and the men's gold medal game, which the, the U S men's, uh, team was jobbed due to some bad officiating, and they've never picked up their silver medals, Doug Collins was on that team. So maybe we, we run that back. I run it back. Know, like, yeah. yeah, as like 70-year-olds, like, let's get after it.
2: Let's figure this out. Let's figure yeah. If we lose, we'll go with the silver medal. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one was maybe, this wouldn't be recreation of the game, but just, like, the hats off to, you know, the origin of the Super Bowl and the NFL and the league, like, go play a Super Bowl outside in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I like it. That's good. That'd be good. Little, little cold. I think some NFL players would be pissed. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I
2: people losing their minds about that New York one, like that New York outdoor one that almost had snow. More uh, outdoor Super Bowls. It's like what, like eighty percent of the NFL games played throughout the season are like outdoors. Like, let's have a Super Bowl outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be cold as shit. It's going to be cold I, as shit.
2: Not my problem. I'll be watching my <laughs> right, I'm
0: a, you're like, I'm not going. It
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> um, okay, last one, extended. If you could get one former NFL player to magically restart their career in 2022, who would it be? The player doesn't have to be on the same team they played for. For example, Dan Marino would not have to play for the Dolphins. Okay, okay. so we'll pick player and team. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'd be a team because it's like if it's a quarterback, like what weapons they have now that would make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Um, if I was, I mean, obviously I, I'd roll back Barry Sanders right now. Yeah. Uh, and and I almost wonder if like put, like almost if it would take away from him, or like if you put him on the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, just literally like running an, the option game, how fucking dangerous that would be. That's a lot of fun.
2: Give me, you know, that inspired me. Here's. Give me this, give me Randy Moss with Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God! I know yes. there's every kill, but it would just be so like it turned into such backyard football. Like literally every play, like how there's ISO basketball, there'd just be ISO football. <laughs>
0: it's just yeah, like,
2: like, clear out for Randy.
0: Well, it would be it would be beautiful because with Tyreek and with yeah Travis Kelsey, they they would literally be unstoppable. And be like, all right, just keep running. I'm just going to fire it up and Randy Moss, just go get it, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, is there, is there a cannon I'm forgetting about? I know they say that that new guy uh, at the jets is supposed to have a cannon, but I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use my one time machine to have Randy Moss like go play for the jets
0: for Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, I mean, Justin Herbert has a very big arm, but it's, it's, you know, and so does Josh Allen too with the bills, but it's Patrick Mahomes. That's yeah. that's the place to play to see him. I mean, he, you know, Randy Moss has five Super Bowls if that happens.
2: Look at that email or mission accomplished again. You got us to talk about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, so predictable. Um, all right, bonathons. Let's go to the jam.
1: Yourself in the living room. Correct. I hope I sounded okay. okay. good. Bro. Great. I
2: know you think that it ain't. All right, thanks fun. for hopping on Vonathon. All right, we had this idea just hanging out. Alex hanging out over. I think we're at the bros nest, maybe downstairs yeah. the bros nest. Um, yeah, just it's just like Alex gotta come on the pod and hit us. You get fascinated, you dabble in like kind of different things, like techie, like you know, there's stuff like fancy stuff, some you know, um. What else is there, anime, like, gaming? There's cool. kind of all over the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, you, you know, uh, Dealer's Choice. Um, you, you you name it, I can throw a dart at something weird that I have too much to say about.
2: Perfect. Uh, well, what are you hitting what, what were we talking about the other day to hit us with? Oh, this VR, uh, virtual reality. Okay, great. Yeah, so, um, like, uh, I, I,
1: I've, I've heard tell that um, uh, we've got, like, some, some family men on the pod um, yeah. And um, I am uh, very recently a, a, a free agent. So I've, I've got a lot more time on my hands uh, to, to borrow a sports metaphor. Uh, so I think my duty here on the Bonathon is to educate those with <laughs> perhaps a less free time than I have right now uh, uh, about what's going on. Um, and there's nothing more going on right now than virtual reality because you know this this is the uh, sort of inflection point in our culture where we decide like do we keep it real Um are, are we gonna stay in the realm of a physical competition or are we uh, really gonna pass a baton to uh, to you know <laughs> kids playing eSports and uh, sitting and chilling and watching movies in our in our virtual movie theaters um, so recently um, we, got to talking about a couple things VR one of which was uh instigated by a a purchase of an Oculus Quest headset and if if y'all are unaware um the Oculus Quest is probably the easiest way to get into VR so if you're listening to this at home you're like uh you know I've never been in one of those crazy big like virtual escape rooms or you know I've never really been big into the um you PC VR kind of it all seems like way too complicated for me. All you gotta do is go down to your local uh, uh, electronics purveyor, like your Fry's, your Best Buy's, all that, and you pick up one of these bad guys, and you're all set. It's an all-in-one solution. I know this. This is, this is not branded content, by the way. This is just something that I'm excited about. Um, but no, no, no. Uh, it,
2: we're gonna act like it's branded content. Just okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fate, right. Anytime the audience
2: thinks we have some sort of sponsor involved, we lean into that. Right. Fate, right exactly.
1: Fate, fate, Facebook, uh, please uh, pay me and uh, both Brendan and Most Awesome as much money as you possibly can because we're going to get into it. Um, but the Oculus Quest, uh, it is an all-in-one thing. Uh, you have full six degrees of freedom, which means you can move inside your virtual world thanks to inside-outside tracking. Got a bunch of magical cameras on the front of the headset uh, that kind of takes care of that for you. And the, uh, the thing does a lot of different things you want to sit and chill and watch netflix in a virtual space it's actually really great for that like if you're on a plane ride and you've got a fully charged thing you got all your movies downloaded you can sit in like a real virtual theater and experience that instead of being on your spirit flight but it's it's not going to be
0: it's it's not it's just in 3d i'm not going to be like in the office hanging out you know as i watch michael scott run around right i mean this is not what what you're talking about
1: Correct. Correct. So like, okay. it's not going to be a, uh, like a, like 3d, uh, sort of approximation of programming that, you know, and love, but there are games and things and virtual spaces that you can freely move around in what's called room space VR, which means you are able to freely move around the room. Um, whereas like there's a lot of 3d virtual video that has been going around for years where it's like, Oh man, it's like, I'm right there, but you can't actually move around the space like ah it feels like I'm at this concert if I was like duct taped to this chair um that that's that's sort of the way of yesteryear now we are into the fully 3d fully virtual realm of being able to move around a virtual space uh, which is
2: pretty cool what's so what's taking so long I feel like virtual reality is like soccer like once every four year people is like this is it it's happening next big thing and it just kind of like goes away Nobody talks about it for a couple of years or like, they just kind of sleep on the technology. Then it gets another wave. Do you know what I'm talking about? And is this wave, yeah. the wave that's like here to stay, or is this like another Google glass where it's just going to be like, it's kind of cool. Like it's super interesting, but just like not everyone's buying it.
1: Right. Well, I, I, I am dating myself with this reference a little bit, but like as a, it's an early adopter of Nintendo's virtual boy uh, back in the day. Um, I, I'm no stranger to uh, disappointment about the next big thing, uh, but I think about six years ago, um, the company that is now uh, owned by Facebook, Oculus, were crowdfunded through Kickstarter their first big virtual reality headset, and they worked with a bunch of really interesting people. Um, the, the two founders eventually linked up with John Carmack who was a big innovator in the um, video game space back in the 90s. He and uh, John Romero, uh, if you're familiar, um, co-created the game Doom, which is one of the first first-person shooters to, to deal with like a, a first-person perspective. And he is wicked smart, brought all that know-how to the company that eventually got scooped up by Facebook. And what makes it different is that one, technology is small enough and cheap enough now that we can have a fully um, stereoscopic, which means two different images for each eye, the same effect that when you go to a 3D movie, you put on those glasses, you're seeing a slightly different image in each eye, which makes the movie on screen look three-dimensional. And if you put that um, around both of your eyeballs, it feels like that image is surrounding you. A lot of this stuff just hasn't been cheap enough and small enough to to work properly. And just like Elon Musk kind of backdoored Tesla by retrofitting uh, Lotus sports cars with electric technology and selling it to people that could afford it. uh, The virtual space has become more affordable because a lot of this tech for the last decade has been affordable to people that have a pocketbook to spend on it. And because they're investing in the software and the infrastructure of it, now there's enough people that are developing stuff for it that you can have Joe Schmo just be like, Oh, I wonder what's going on. With this over here, pick it up and there's like a a bunch of stuff to do. Like uh, the problem with any new platform, it's like, it's a chicken before the egg. It's like, who is actually going to be making shit for this um, if there's nobody actually buying these things? And so now Facebook has kind of cracked the code by saying, okay, we're going to make this for super cheap. We're actually going to take this at a loss. We just want everybody to have one of these. So now there's an incentive for people to make stuff for it. And that's absolutely happening. And I don't think... That there's gonna be like a turning back from this point just because it's so cheap.
2: So, what's your prediction on how far it goes? I mean, are we talking like PlayStation 3? Like, they're in one out of every just like, you know, few houses. Are we talking about like, you know, like a computer where it's an absolute must have? Or are we talking even bigger than that to where it's like it replaces the TV when you sit down and watch something, you're throwing these in your head?
1: That's a really good question. I think right now, um, uh, adoption of the virtual space, like virtual headsets, is increasing year over year. Like really quickly, uh, I think um, because I'm not really a numbers guy, it was like 12% year over year last I checked, which is like a small, small number still compared to like, you know, everybody that has a, a, a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox or whatever in their, in their house. But I do think because there is a greater appeal, uh, a wider appeal for people that just want to use it for fitness. They just want to watch movies on a plane, like I said. Um, it's not just people that are playing video games on these things, although that is definitely the primary driver right now. Eventually, it's going to become more of a um, uh, sort of welcome addition to the household. that will feel a little less weird. People will be a little less unfamiliar with it. And that's what happened with Google Glass. It was like expensive as hell. And people were like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know if I can swear on here, but what, what, what's going on? You to your- can. Okay, cool. What the fuck is going on with your 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 weird glasses, bro? Like, I like, can you can you stay stay out of my my space? I don't I don't feel comfortable with your kind of RoboCop setup. Um, th- there is this like weird degree of unfamiliarity that you got to get by to get people to be like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I feel comfortable <laughs> with this big uh, plastic box over my face in the middle of my living room. Um, and I think that is when we're going to get into a place where, I don't know, man, like, uh, are, are, like, are we already living in a simulation? Is this all virtual right, there it right, is there all it all it all is. Here we go all right, right. All right taking right. us into deep
2: waters <laughs> <Okay>. now <laughs> gotta shout yeah up. gotta keep you held out right.
0: if i see somebody put an oculus on their fucking head in a in a plane i'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> i'm gonna it, for, i can't i can't handle the people that don't have their like headsets connected to their ipads that are listening to whatever show on tv now yeah exactly now you're gonna be like oh like i'm storming normandy on this airplane like, get the fuck out of here guy
1: bro i i will be the first person to kick off my shoes on the extra <laughs> extra cramped spirit flight oh, wow. pull out my virtual nunchucks and start just going at it and uh i mean i guess this is why you get kicked off planes but yeah, I'm, I'm willing to be the person to test those waters yeah you
0: you mentioned getting duct taped to your chair now you literally will get duct taped to your seat <laughs> with your oculus rift <laughs> in the fucking place
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird time to be alive, guys. Uh, I I do think it's funny that you know the crazier the world gets, the more solutions we have to just not deal with it.
2: Absolutely, can go a million places, guys. If you have any questions about virtual reality, or we're gonna do this again, have the vonathon. It's a good little curveball, like diving yeah. into a little thing that's outside our sports realm. Uh, if you want us to tackle a subject, shoot us an email. Everyone out, tackle a subject at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Alex, got a few more minutes. You want to stay and judge the Neapolitan showdown?
1: Absolutely.
2: All right, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone Because we can't see eyes I- Hi, right, bro. Uh, I don't know if you heard it before. Uh, it's basically we start with the subject each week. We rank from three to one. We'll each say our third. You say who you think wins. Then we'll say our second. Then we'll say our first. And you say who wins the round. That'll be your job, Alex. This week, we're tackling the best TV show openings. And that was sent in from Bing. Uh, we'll get right into it. My number three spot. I have Night Court. That's right. Oh, boom, yep, bum, bum,
0: bum, ba, bum, ba, bum, bump.
2: That's got that, got that, that mid eighties, New York, that teenage mutant Ninja turtles, New York vibe, where you actually need a court. Like the court makes sense. It's just like, yeah, we got to get this, but it mixed mixed with a little bit of comedy in there. Like it's just kind of jam sticks in your head. Love New York. Love that eighties, New York vibe. And then uh, just a really good, like I should be in bed now comedy to watch. Like when your parents accidentally let you stay up too late.
0: Yeah. I like that one. That's a good call. Very good call. I'm a big fan. I'm actually, disappointed i didn't have this on my even my console bracket i didn't think about it but what i did have for my number three this is the probably the og of tv intros it's been parodied all over the place you've seen it everyone knows it talking about the brady bunch here's a story about a lovely lady come on everyone has seen the intro the boxes everything has been parodied for this
2: that's a good point. And has been here right now
0: on zoom. We are inspired
2: by Brady. Bunch. Here's where I'll lean into this a little bit. I do think that the Brady bunch has what you want in an opening, which is like, here's the premise guys. Here's what's yes. going down. In case you just wandered out of like, you know, from another planet, yeah. right. and you want to like tune in for this 30 minute sitcom. We're going to hit you with what's going on. So you can hit the ground and run it. Like, You didn't need to see the past chapters. You can jump in mid-book. You'll be fine.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, How do you judge that round three?
1: Um, It's a tough one because it's like style over iconography. Uh, I got to say that, although, and you might have to unpack your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stacking up against Night Court reference uh, a little bit, Brandana. but I got to give it to Brady Bunch because of... How iconic it is! I think that, that that is something that almost everybody. You can like walk down the street and be like, "Hey, first three lines is a Brady Bunch like theme," and yeah. you, I guarantee you, you'll be in a thousand. Uh, Night Court, although <sighs> it's got that walking bass line, and it makes me know. like you know feel feel uh, uh, that special ah. twinge of nostalgia. I, I don't I don't think it can um, it can hold court against the brady match
2: <laughs> uh nice my ninja Turtle reference we'll move on to two was just like ninja turtles new york like Teenage Mutant ninja turtles one had that like that 80s dark like okay to it that was it sorry yes it was great and
0: exactly. and also we are sponsored by teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> we had to work one reference uh, in a show contractually
2: <laughs> the weird thing is that we're not sponsored by all the turtles it's just no, no. leonardo and michelangelo specifically yeah Raphael's okay, yeah. too
1: rude. Yeah, he's a little too
2: rough. Uh, all right, my number two is True Detective. All right, so here's why I went for the True Detective one. So this is more. Um, I know Alex, you're saying you're having a tough time judging between like style and like story and everything, but this one it is straight like style and graphic style. Like it introduced us to like a title style that was used and kind of ripped off for like the next three to four years, which was you know kind of like that dark, slow, ominous. But it's that cutout. It's the cutout silhouette. With like some kind of close up or scene going on inside the silhouette. And like Mm. that's not like stuck around for a while, but true detective was the one that brought it to the table.
0: I like that. That's good. I'm big fans of True Detective. All all three seasons, right?
2: Yeah. We we liked all of them. Fourth one coming out. Yeah. Two gets shed on all the time. We yes save it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good.
0: Take take that take those opinions
2: and go off. Well, oh, Vince Vaughn's not telling jokes. Oh, Vince Vaughn. He's not an old school in this Vince
0: school. Vaughn, Yeah, Vince Vaughn was fucking great. In this. He's an actor. You, he's an actor. You try writing a season of True Detective. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, I like it mm-hmm. very much, but it's very good. it stung me a little bit on the silhouette, and I, and I think I know what you meant, but mine, I think, has one of, if not the, the first to actually have a silhouette of a man falling from the building i'm talking about oh the yeah iconic madman intro great theme song great movie just kind of sets the tone this kind of you know
2: madman's oh, yeah no. Mad Men's, Mad Men's on my console here's why you well, here's why madman's great and it doesn't zero points even though mine's better for this round we'll let okay
0: out. sure yeah don't is, influence the judges you let him he's a grown man <laughs> who's playing with vr headsets he knows what he's doing
2: yeah it's it's kind of like it's I've got this, time on my hands yeah, exactly. It's not a true. It's not a true silhouette. So we are talking about two different things. But why I like it is because this one. What do you mean? It's not a true silhouette. It's a. It's like animation. It's like animation. Okay. All right. But well, here's, 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 I'm, I'm trying to give you. Credit we've all had that like
0: picture like, cut out from the fair of our sides of our face, little black <laughs> silhouette. We've all had that. We <laughs> <Yeah>. all know. <laughs>
2: uh, it does. Is it
0: that does, not a silhouette?
2: It does. Tease. Point. Point. Most awesome. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Does, Moving on. It, it does tease like the biggest question of the series, like is Don Draper like going to kill himself? Yes. And so they, like from episode one, they're hinting at that's on the table. It might be a possibility, which stays in the back of your mind throughout the entire series and no spoilers for the end, but it's still like, I do like that because it like just kind of, it just opens up this question without directly hitting it on the head. Like every time it's just like in the beginning and it's got like do, 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 do. It's just, it's a nice little beat mm-hmm. too. It's no mm-hmm. night court beat. It's, it's
0: definitely not and it doesn't slap like ninth court but you know it's <laughs> definitely funny. up there
2: uh how do you score it alex
1: oh this is another another tight round uh i i think that uh mad men uh, is d- definitely just like punch for punch the superior show and will probably go down as one of the uh better shows of our generation and uh, as much as i love it um one of the one of the pieces of my love for that show um, doesn't really, like, land with the, the intro. And it's, it's not because it's not good. Uh, I, th- I think all the things that you say are true. It's, like, thematically very, like, grounding. Um, but there's something to be said about the music that drives a uh, television series. And Bear McCreary, who did uh, the music and the introduction for True Detective, Uh, and especially came out the gates swinging with true detective season one that like dropped you into this very specific world where it's like grimy it's underground it's unreliable narrators Uh, there's there's spooky shit happening it's like you know uh uh, statute of limitations on spoilers it's like is there like a supernatural angle on on all this stuff like even season two much maligned like there's kind of like a little bit of like a Uh, a tip at the end of the hat to like okay there's there's also some supernatural bullshit going down in this uh it's a very tough needle to thread and you got to pack a lot in and i think that the uh the season one uh the true detective intro does all of that so point brandana
2: nice you did hit one that was in my concept all right number one the top spot that i have um this links into like a little bit of everything. It's a little bit before it's time. It's a little bit of what I like telling the story, like with your Brady Bunch, it gives you an mm-hmm. idea of what you're getting into.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, definitely a favorite TV show of mine from childhood. Uh, a little sci-fi, which I know my boy A.V. can get behind.
0: Mm. Oh. Now, now we're
2: pandering. Now we're pandering. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm doing um, Quantum Leap. He's just hoping that next <laughs> thing is gonna to be the to leap home. So you see him, you see him hopping around. So it's just kind of like this montage of all the places he's been. We had a little bit of comedy when he's like, he comes back as like the woman that just slaps. We're jumping around, and then we finish with just kind of him and that like, just kind of that like blue, blue flame, blue man group thing. And he's like there it's just that got everything I love. And the song also is doo doo doo, like it's inspiring. Quality, number one.
0: Very good. I like it. I like your I like your impression of the song too. You bailed quickly on there, like, dude, that's do, it. Could have been any song. Could have been anything that you gave. Me. Um, very good. Very good. Uh, my number one is also iconic. Everyone knows it. The best thing about this opening sequence is, for thirty plus years, it has changed. Almost, I think. I, I think they've always done a different one oh, every episode. Wow. I'm going with the Simpsons,
1: my friend. Wow, wow! I knew what it was before he dropped yeah. the ball.
0: Yeah, wow. exactly. The Simpsons. How how <laughs> better? It's even though it is a cartoon, and we're you know, you know, we 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 we're not. I don't want to we're anti-cartoon in this podcast brand. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, all right. We're anti-cartoon, but <laughs> this this is I, and and people know the beats of it too people know the bart simpson chalkboard they know lisa playing the saxophone they know everyone racing into the house to sit down to see what that final vignette is going to be simpsons i i and my 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 uh console bracket is a who's who of intros but simpsons is the best of them all
2: wow Yeah, you think about that, Alex. We'll go through a console just real fast. I mean, I just have, you know, you you got to have all the highlights, like all the TGIFs. Obviously, you know, you got to have the Full House because you sing that song, like Mm -hmm. that's right. Got to have Friends. Friends is up there. You know, Full House. You know, Family Matters. Um, Yeah, I mean, a little later in time, I didn't watch a ton of it, but um, Seinfeld is just pretty classic with that Mm -hmm. cold open, like or like whatever. Yeah. Even
0: even even today's era, Game of Thrones. Everyone knows the Game of Thrones very you know, like thought,
2: yeah which i thought was cool so yeah that was a tough thing to balance too because i didn't necessarily like west wing i didn't necessarily want to bring the intros off like my mount rushmore tv shows but there was also like game of thrones is kind of interesting also like sopranos it's just like yeah, yeah. It kind of like, puts you in the vibe for it and th- it is kind of a ballsy intro because like you kind of hang out through like that entire song just kind of yes
0: like, but, same thing we love we didn't even talk about it, and i know you love cheers cheers is a great
1: intro
2: yeah oh yeah cheers is Cheers is actually yeah. Cheers, years might have belonged on my list. Um, all right, brother. How do you score that last round, and then overall, who walks with the trophy?
1: Wow. Okay. So um, I gotta say, uh, d- getting very uh, two distinctly flavors of uh, ice cream, uh, so to speak. Here, um, there's the the really intensely personal on uh, Brandi and side. I think that it is a very true cross section of. Uh, the television uh, that you enjoy, but also very sort of like thoughtful in terms of how those intros elevate those shows in a specific way. Um, I love Scott Scabacula. Let me tell you what. Like he's 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 an underrated fixture of American, American television American history. history. American history. Um, and I do I do love Quantum Leap. It was a little bit before my time, but I've definitely gone to the backlogs and watched a lot of it, particularly when I was in in school. Um, I got to say, Bacula, though,
2: Scott Bacula, Alex Vaughn, just two American treasures. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I got to say, though, that uh, as far as longest running TV shows um, and basically like a like a formula that has been adhered to, but not exactly like there's something to be said uh of a television intro that is sort of in some small way reinvented itself for like three decades which is like mm-hmm. you know good chunk of my lifetime and i i know it's a good chunk of of y'all's um i'm 28 I I... sir i'm 28 <laughs> well you you're, you're looking spry Thank let you. me tell Thank you. you um I think that I have to give this round to most awesome just because the Simpsons are something of a phenomenon, even if there are only actually really like seven good seasons of it. It's like, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the intro. Yeah. And the fact that they have continually put effort and work into that as as if it were part of the show, um, like tradition is something that elevates it. I'm, I'm, you know, before I like throw trophies around, I'm also surprised at like the 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 ones that have been left off the list like you guys mentioned game of thrones like friends uh, gilligan's island very much like brady bunch like can we just go back to the time where we just like we did the show for like you know 30 seconds before the show actually happened and then we yeah. get into the show it's like i just want to be uh, you know spoon fed with the premises and then yeah, that's funny. You know, yeah it's
2: just like it's a little micro it's like the micro pilot and it's just like <laughs> a micro pilot each week and it's just like like side project
1: for any producer friends of the podcast just like come up with like the uh the uh brady bunch or Gilligan's island version of like uh, like big bang theory i want to hear it like i, I just want to know
0: yeah that's um, a good that's a good idea it's like rather than watching a trailer of it or the little like vignette in netflix give me that when i'm trying to when i'm auditioning new shows give me that little 30 second or 60 second song and let me just be like, oh, this was
1: about pass. I'm off. No, this thank is you. the story right. <laughs> of a guy named Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think that's really cool. Um, I think I have to give um, the trophy to Brandana though, because I think it 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 requires a little bit more chutzpah to put some of like the personal skin in the yeah, game to put loser and- shows. I get it. um to 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 shows that like really have like a like a a personal vibe that that i think um you know i i know that my top three picks would be probably nobody's top three picks and i think being able to organize um those things in order and be like really confident about it i mean i think you did drop the ball leaving cheers off the list for for the record but but um i do think that that the that courage merits at least a trophy. So, well,
2: sure. thanks, brother. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for everyone gets
1: on. a participation trophy.
0: I <laughs> get it. Uh, no, no
2: problem. Uh, before we go,
0: button. wait. Before we go, let's get his rankings on chocolate, strawberry, vanilla.
2: Yeah, we always forget to do that. All right, let's
0: do. Yeah. So, obviously, right. this Neapolitan showdown is is titled because we had a, a long, heated debate about the three flavors of Neapolitan ice cream: chocolate, wow. strawberry, and vanilla. So. Individually speaking, rank your three, uh, rank those three in your, in your order of favorite from, uh, oh. from worst to first, easy money,
1: strawberry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Worst to first yes. vanilla. Yes. Chocolate, vanilla. chocolate strawberry. Oh, a rare
0: SCV, but you put vanilla at the bottom. So you're, you're safe. You're very safe, rare. sir. I don't know very if you
2: a strawberry chocolate, vanilla guy. Not, um, not in a while. I don't think. Well, thanks for hopping on, Alex. We appreciate your insight and your thoughtfulness, and we'll definitely take care of that extra time you have and try to catch you in between that Oculus on your head.
1: Awesome.
2: <laughs> catch you next time, buddy. All right, take care. Bro, uh last one. We had to kind of double up, but we got them all just under the wire.
0: Under uh, NFL... Ooh, the wire. Also a good intro. Wait and I just, down yeah, I
2: in did... a hole. I did I did have it because it's the wire has like a new, like a new song each time. Or it's the same song, but they just sing it a different way each yes. time.
0: Yes, this is true. Good point. Great Kinda
2: point. Well. Well. Uh, okay. So NFC West is what we're doing. So NFC West playing the NFC North and the AFC South this year. So let's just look at those real fast. So this is – what do you think about this division? Obviously Seahawks, 49ers, Rams, Cardinals. Toughest division of football?
0: Yeah, I think so. It yeah. was uh, tough for me to call, um, but I think I think I did a pretty good job early at it. I think I was – going through the uh, half games here and there and half games here and there. And, uh, you know, I think I was split on so many of those divisional games. It's like, I don't know, card Seahawks, you know, I don't know, man, I'm going to give them each half point all the way through. Exactly.
2: I was in the half games too. And then like I would give some guys a full game and I was just like, did you give them half game on the, like for the other team in the same game? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, Right. Right. Like. Right. like Two and a half games be distributed for this one football game through the division. Yeah, absolutely the same way. I mean, you could talk me into, I was listening to another podcast and they were like, oh, you could talk me into all four, like Arizona, not quite on that same tier for me. But just looking at this, it kind of cancels itself out because they do have to bang heads with each other, playing each other twice. But then they also have like uh, the NFC North, which is probably, you know, with the Bears and Lions at least and the Vikings being questionable. Uh, you know, kind of on the downside. I mean, it's no NFC East, but it's probably the second weakest, at least on that NFC side. And then, um, the AFC South, which uh is makes a strong run for the weakest division in, in the league,
0: yes, behind the yeah. NFC.
2: Yeah. yeah, so they they get so they're out outside of their own conference games, uh, or division games, like not a really rough sled, but that you can't stop with them playing each other. All right, buddy. Um, last ones, let's get into it. What do you got for our first team?
0: Um, let's go with the Seahawks.
2: Tell Seahawks. Brandano. Uh, yeah. So it's a weird new thing now where eight wins used to mean 500, but with uh, 17 games, eight wins now means you have a losing record. Mm. Um, I like the Seahawks won the division last year, which a lot of people forgot about, including me, but it's everyone's quote. (laughs) So like, it's banged in your head through this off season that they want it. Uh, you know, it's Russell Wilson who, you know, by all accounts is going to make a solid MVP run. It's still they're in that division. I got them at nine wins.
0: I had them at nine and a half and it's nine and a half. And, and a half. uh, and, and I'm, I might be the He's biggest, me, I know I might be the biggest naysayer on this. I gave this just because of like the, this is where I went half point crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm I I'm betting on the regression of the Seahawks. There's going to be a year. But could could Pete Carroll just be Mike Tomlin in a different division? Like he's steadily going to be above 500 every year. And we should just we should just book it. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, yeah, it might be that. And I think that's that proved it. Yeah, they just still have that. You no, know, as long as you have that that quarterback that went to a super bowl so early in his career, like hanging yeah. around and still playing at like that's kind of like apex level. Like they just always are going to kind of be at least in that conversation. You're right. At least to steal, like, you know, a wild card. Uh, I just call on their schedule. Like, I think they're going to be coming from behind. I think we could see them dip under 500 at some point in the season, but it's just on how they end their last six games. They got uh, at Houston, Los Angeles, Chicago, Detroit at Arizona. So obviously you give the loss to the the chargers, but you know, I mean, they could easily beat Houston, Chicago, Detroit, and Arizona and scoop up four out of five wins to close out the year.
0: Yeah, they went the that end of the season went on a real big run for me, where I was kind of like teetering yeah. them, which is kind of know,
2: opposite of last year because I think they started out like super hot.
0: Yeah, they came out of the gun hot and then just kind of coasted in there for sure. Um, All
2: right, buddy, well, you got that by by half half goal. Uh, any mabby dollars on, over under on this?
0: No, I wouldn't put any mabby dollars on this because. Uh, you know, I I I think that this team is. I just don't understand how this team wins. I, I can't imagine that, you know, the the home games are enough to be dominant for this team yeah. to to win. So I, I I don't know. I'm I'm confused by this team every year. Um, all right, let's go to our Arizona
2: Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Oof. Ooh, I feel like this is too low. But again, like we're talking about this division. Not all, of, not all of these teams in this division can have double-digit wins. It's not going to happen. So right. I had to give some team the short end of the stick, and then you know we look at some of our outside of our division games on this. Um, one of the games they have is Tampa Bay. You know, so that's yep. that's not easy. I mean, granted, like another one is like at the Giants. So I guess that kind of balances out. I don't I feel like this is a little high, a little low. So I'm going to bump it by one. I'm going to go. Nope. I'm going to stay where I have it. Uh, seven and a half wins.
0: Should have bumped it by one. It's eight
2: and a half. Eight and a half. Yes. Did would you have a bro?
0: I had him at eight and a half. I know you're going to be not none too pleased oh, with me man, on this man. one. I'm dialed in on this division. I'm not going to lie.
2: He over here. What do I do? Fire this up and talk about <laughs> college football. You don't see me doing that. Right. Stay in my lane. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I mean, this is like, this is squarely Vegas zone. Doesn't know what to do with this. Right. Yeah. You know, eight and a half is dead center. We're not really sure either. So.
2: you know, you know Yeah. I mean, we're still, yeah, this is still like Kyler Murray. What kind of quarterback is it going to be? Is it going to be like an RG G three, like regression thing? Like is, or is, is it going to be like, you know, not like a Pat Mahomes, but at least like a Lamar Jackson, like really kind of take a step forward and just yeah like all the things you can do. So, I mean, definitely the weapons are there. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it's top four receiving core, I would say.
0: Yeah. The weapons are there offensively. Can they get enough defensive stops? You know, they have Chandler Jones. They, up, you know, drafted Zayvon Collins uh, to go along with um, drink everyone. The linebacker from Clemson that they drafted last year. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Mm-mm. Son of a bitch! Uh oh, this is this is where this is what happens when you party too hard, Brandana. <laughs> oh. oh man, he he's my. Uh. Far. Anyways, um,
2: so eight and a half means uh, to win money, you need them to have nine wins. So that means yes. they're going nine and eight. So the question is, can I find nine losses? So get, riddle me this. Let's go. that they let's say they get swept by the Rams. Very possible. Yep. Say they get swept by the 49ers, very possible. And let's say they split with the Seahawks. So I'm at five wins. So the question is, can I find four more? Or I'm at five losses. Can I find mm-hmm. four more losses here outside? Versus Tampa Bay.
0: Could be a oh, loss. Yeah.
2: I'm at the wrong one. Oh, sh- that's humiliating. Okay, so they don't play, <laughs> they don't play Tampa Bay. Um, so, so that's I, a win. I, I might have ramps. Okay, so at Cleveland. At
0: at Cleveland is a tough win. Yeah. If they if they're gonna do it, that's gonna be a tough win. If they're gonna if they're gonna beat Cleveland at home, they're an above 500 team.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I don't
0: think that's gonna happen.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna say hosting the Vikings. I'm gonna give so we agree with the division losses they could have. So swept 49ers, swept by the Rams, and split with the Seahawks. So that puts them at five losses. Then I'm saying a loss versus the Vikings in week two, which isn't insane. Then I'm saying a, a loss at Cleveland. Which isn't crazy uh, yep. versus Green, Green Bay's coming to them. I On a Thursday a
0: night game too. Yep,
2: I'll give a loss there, and then they would just have to lose basically either the Carolina game that they're hosting, which I'm not I'm not counting Carolina out. I think that could be a tough game, or this game that happens January second. They have to go at the at Dallas.
0: Yeah, that's the one I was looking at too. Late so in the year, is, if, if they're fun, if, late fun. in the year, if they're knocked out, that's the game that they're losing.
2: Yeah. So they're right. I mean, they still have, like we said, once you get outside of that division, like we set it up, when we first like opened this segment, it's like, you know, they're playing the AFC South. So it's not nuts. So I don't know. I, I can see nine, but eight and a half after just kind of talking through all that this way seems, seems on the money. Uh, you bet on either side.
0: Again, eight and a half is such a, you know, it's such a tough bet. That's the, yeah. that's the whole thing with this division. It's like, I don't, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah,
2: exactly. Here's what I, do. I don't want to bet on a winning record for the team I'm projecting to finish at the bottom of the uh, the division. Right. right? You know what I'm right. saying? And that's yeah, essentially absolutely. what you're asking you to do. Right. And I refuse to do it, sir. I, I
0: won't do it. All right. Thanks. 49ers. Let's go to it. Let's talk about them.
2: Okay, so here's my numbers too low, but everyone out there can politely... Stay out my business. Everyone <laughs> loves the 49ers. I am I think, not a
0: I think I think the reason why is Super Bowl two years ago, one of the worst injury lucks the following season after.
2: Yeah, everyone's talking about the injury luck.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
2: um, so you're gonna own you're gonna own me for this whole one, but I have him at I think it's probably low, but I got him at nine and I'm sticking to it.
0: You're not that off. I had him at, at nine at, and a half. And it is 10 10 10 and seven slightly above 500. Yeah. Come out of the gates early at Detroit at Philly. Those should be wins.
2: Yeah. Detroit Philly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Firing out of there. And then, you know, Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona.
0: I mean, they have four wins in Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Houston is five wins right there. And maybe even Atlanta, right? I mean, yeah,
2: I'm higher on Atlanta, so I have Atlanta in that game. Okay, I so that's, we're like,
0: seeing five and a half. That's five and a half of their 10 wins right there.
2: Yeah, so that's probably, I'm probably, that's what's splitting me to the place yeah. I'm at is that Atlanta game that I have them there. But you know what's the scary thing is like, we're not going to really know what kind of 49ers team we have until like week three at the earliest.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're 100% right. They could be paper Tigers. You know what I mean? After the first two wins and you're like, Absolutely. Ooh, the 49ers are dominant.
2: Yeah. So you brought up Jimmy G's back. You know, they have green Bay. You're down in Seattle. If Seattle's kind of weak and at Arizona, like they should win that division game. Then they go in a bye week then, then Colts, then Chicago, then Arizona again. we that not like Los Angeles Rams is their first like true blue chip opponent. And we don't get that until week 10 know, week, yeah, week 10. That'll be, Oh man. ugh. I can't handle nine weeks of everyone talking about 4900 bowl. <laughs> uh, so I think if you do like me, if you like the under on this game, like what you'd want to do is wait till you get to the bye week and then wait till they're projected somewhere closer to like 12 wins and then get like a little plus 200 to go like under 13 or something like
0: that. Ooh, that's a little, I like that little hack. I like that.
2: Yeah. They're like, yeah let the schedule, like schedule's not a secret. Let's use it to our advantage.
0: Beautiful. Look at you. So smart all the time. Uh, uh, finally, our Los Angeles Rams. My Matt Stafford is all grown up.
2: <laughs> all grown up. Moved on to finally play some NFL football. That's, That's right. Uh, so, this is definitely, I mean, this is hype machine Rams. Everybody just like Mave finally got his guy to really let his wings spread. Uh, and Stafford talking about losing a little bit of that baby fat. Didn't care about it when he was in Detroit.
0: He's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Uh,
2: I'm in your late 30s to go ahead and shed that. Uh, I have the Rams as one of the higher in highest in the leagues, just for the, what we're talking about, that schedule, and being the best in their division. Could be too high. I got him at 11 and a half wins.
0: Ooh. I had them at 11. I like your Rams love. It is 10 and a half.
2: 10 and a half.
0: I think it's just purely out of the toughness of the division. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like this is like an 11, 12-win team. Easily. Twelve and five would i do not gonna say it's a disappointment, but twelve and five would feel very fair for this Rams team.
2: I think so. I mean, we look at some of these, like we've already rattled off a million times like the divisions they're facing, but some of the stuff outside of the division they're facing is like I made that mistake earlier, but they got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're luckily hosting, but that's gonna be that's gonna be an awesome game.
0: Yeah, yes.
2: Uh and then they go like at Giants is like another one of their grab bag games they got. So that'll be and I think um at Baltimore, which we'll see what kind of I know you and I aren't like Baltimore nuts, but the wheels haven't fallen off there yet. But it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm not ready to call that like a they're going
0: to be a tough team. They're going to be a tough team. They're well coached. They're going to be disciplined. You know what I mean? There, There's a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, I think like that. To me, it's the week five through ten. You know, they have at Seattle. That's on a Thursday. It might be a little bit of a tougher game, but I think that they're. They're competent and can play well in that. Then at New York, Detroit, Houston, they host the Tennessee squad on the Sunday night game, and then San Francisco at San Francisco on Monday night, and then the bye week. You know, so I think it, like it's a well placed bye week in Jacksonville. Uh, excuse me, at Green Bay, then Jacksonville. Um, you know, divisional games at Minnesota, Baltimore. I mean. This is a team that, that has a little meaty, could get on a little bit of a run. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: exactly. No, I, I like that you pulled that up. I think that, that Giants game through that 49ers, I mean, right before their bye week, maybe leaving it all on the table at San Francisco. But I yeah. mean that's a that's a that's a doable 5-0 run there right before their bye week, which will yeah. really have them entering that bye week with some hype.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and you know, good momentum all the way through. You know what I mean? You know, so. nice and,
2: and don't overlook, they're coming out of their bye week for one of their tougher games, which is at Green Bay. So it's always nice to be able to kind of have that extra week to go into one of your tough games as opposed to coming out of your bye week to play the fucking Texans, you know?
0: Right, right, right. Exactly.
2: Uh, all right. Um, I think we broke that down. I will just, just to have fun with it, let's say gambling's fun. You know, it's for entertainment purposes only. Wink. But uh, once you get, give me one Mabby dollar on this. Give me this over, this over two and a half. Give me 11 wins for the Gramps.
0: Before you even said it, I wrote it down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) they wrote me down. You know your boy. I wrote literally $1 Mab over. (laughs) Boom. Done. your yeah, boy guys this has been mab sports podcast episode 183 uh shoot us an email got a new segment it'll be back uh mab sports podcast at g- gmail.com we got through all those futures for you. you guys are going to start doing your nfl weekly re- weekly reviews that's right but boy ma stays up late after the games on sunday to make sure that we get out the most recent information to get you to work on monday what's up <laughs> oh man <laughs> like a real morning radio program there so great um all right guys um, MVP of the week. I'm going to give it to this 11-year-old that cleaned my clock during a Magic the Gathering tournament. Oh, man. Why why did we bury the lead on this? <laughs> That's right. Uh, very polite. Uh, he Fucking was... Fucking wrecked he, your shit. What's up? Guy, 26 years his senior, as he just dominated, was giving me pro tips. Wanted to take a look at my deck to give me notes afterwards. It was truly Humbling. <laughs> humbling. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. oh man i'm sure this kid was so nice about it too i can't oh, imagine
2: was, he was really friendly friendly in his like, oh. his little umbro shorts and his little like socks and just like hey just, you should do it like this just you want to, i was just like thank that's a great note i appreciate it thank
0: you yeah yeah i can. what can i say oh man how much mo- oh that was just you were just chewing on that all the <laughs> car ride home oh my god that's amazing uh, I'm gonna go obviously the the fam in Montauk was, was fantastic but the unsung hero a little company called OK Valet Ooh. this service is the shit I don't know if they have this everywhere this could just be out of O'Hare airport uh, like the economy lot is like 16 bucks a day right which is yeah hop on two buses to get back to the terminal with OK Valet for 19 95 a day so basically $3 and $4 more. You can drop off your car. They'll ride with you to your gate, your terminal, drop off and then drive your car back. And then you just call them, boop, boop, just give them a little holler and they'll bring your car to you at the arrivals. So you don't even have to go back and pick up your car and they'll just leave. They'll, you just hop in your car and go. You don't even take the guy back. He'll just find his own way back.
2: <laughs> that, but, you know what I was gonna that's gonna. That the, that's the thing that takes it over the top. Yeah. It's just like you don't have to drop the stranger or the employee off anywhere. Like that's that tr- extra push. That yeah. Just, I'm very interested.
0: I I was so, I was, it was so easy. There's a little bit of a trust. Cause he didn't give me like a tag or a card or he just took my car. I'm like, I might not get this back. Sure, I'm yeah. not really sure, but you know what? I got a, I got a website. I got an, uh, a verification code, <laughs> so I'll trust him.
2: I'll trust him. And if not, he, he put in the work, he deserves this car. This is the whole <laughs>
0: elaborate website, you know, We'll get it when we come back. Uh, uh but yeah, it was great. It was perfect.
2: That's perfect. Uh thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we're back. We made we're it through months. Uh thanks for being on here. I am Brandon. Why don't you to sign yourself off? Most us.
0: Folks, I know you were all chomping out the bit for old MA to ask the question that you were all thinking during our Oculus conversation. What about Oculus porn?
2: Glamour Runway Style Fame
0: She likes fashion
2: She
0: likes